And the thing is, we'll see, I reckon, Amron Boy, and uh, wow, she's fast, possibly both those mm. going through to the Phoenix. Yep. Uh, who knows what will come out of the Melbourne Cup and go through to the Phoenix. Yeah, uh, that's right. That. And uh, uh, we've got a big announcement to make today. We need to find out who's going to represent RSN yeah. in the Phoenix, Cozzy. Well, so this is exciting. Uh, Andrew Bensley is on the line. Let's let's head out to him. I don't know where he is. Hoss. We better find out. Hello, Hoss. <laughs> Good morning to you guys. Well, I got up this morning and I thought there's nothing like a Monday country drive. And right. I thought, now, what direction do I go? Do I go northeast? Do I take on the traffic and go head down to the Latrobe Valley, Gippsland? Uh, do I go up towards Bendigo where everyone can hear us through 9.45am? Do I head towards Ballarat? where we are heard, of course, on 13.14am. And I got to Ballarat and I thought, I like this so much that I just kept coming. And for our listeners, we've ended up coming down to Warrnambool. And we are very much proud to announce this morning, regarding the Phoenix of the Meadows on Saturday night, December 17, that RSN slot has been chosen to go with the Greyhound McInerney. And this morning, we have uh, ventured to Warrnambool to catch up with Noel Mugovan. Noel, congratulations from us to you and to everyone around this Greyhound uh, that McInerney has made the Phoenix uh, coming up on December 17. Yeah, thanks very much, Andrew. Yeah, no, it's uh, very exciting and very privileged we are to uh, to represent RSN 927. Uh, it's you know, it's something that uh, regularly is played in this house, so uh, it certainly is something that we'll look forward to, and McInerney uh, yeah, has been fantastic for us, but uh, I'm sure he'll represent the, uh, the slot holder, RSN, very well. Well, we're going to talk about the Greyhound and let our listeners know uh, how it got its name, the Greyhound itself, but what about this race, the Phoenix, uh, and the prize money, now the world's richest greyhound race. So we've been talking off air prior to coming on air this morning, just, you know, how strong greyhound racing is going and to be running for this amount of money. Oh, it's amazing. You know, when you, you know, you look at the uh, race there a few weeks ago, the million dollar race, you know, for a dog race to be worth a million dollars. And I think maybe the Oaks on, um, at, at Flemington was only worth a million dollars yeah. on the Thursday, which is such a prestigious race. But it just shows you the direction that greyhound racing is going and uh, the people behi- behind um, greyhound racing need to be congratulated in, in that direction. Well, let's talk about the greyhound McInerney. Uh, in recent times, shot to prominence uh, with a big win in Sydney. But let's go back to the very start. Uh, and in this house this morning in Warrnambool, Noel, uh, a very proud mum. If only she knew that uh, a progeny of hers is now in the Phoenix. Oh, exactly. You know, born Ali, she's uh, the pride of the family, that's for sure. And she's uh, she turns 12 on the 10th of December, she does. Uh, so that's a week before the Phoenix, but it's a very proud mother. But, uh, yeah, so she's had a an amazing... She's been an amazing uh, dam she has. I think uh, prize money-wise, she's the highest uh, producing dam in history. So it's quite... Uh, and. My wife is always reminding, and my children are always reminding me to uh, that she should be looked after a little bit better than what she is. But she certainly uh, she holds a very special place. 
She's uh, lying here on a rug and she's enjoying life and uh, so she should, uh, given the progeny and the amount of money uh, that her greyhounds have produced. So McInerney, where, where did it begin? Take us back to the, uh, the early days. Oh, most definitely. It was in her last litter and, uh, by Fernando Bale and, and he uh, always remember him uh, growing up, that's for sure, and developing and... Um, I had to put him in the yard by himself, uh, a long run, 100 metres, and uh, because he would he would uh, really power up that up up that uh, run. And if I had something else with him, he could hurt them. But um, uh, but yeah, lovely dog, beautiful nature, wonderful nature. And uh, and then when he um, when I broke him in and uh, at Warnable and and out of Croyd at the trial track. Uh, you know, he did show some really good pace, and I remember Robbie Britton ringing me one day and saying he, he's uh, got some extraordinary mid-race pace. And uh, but I'm not too sure how strong he's going to be. So then he developed, and he uh, showed a lot of promise, and was getting in a little bit of trouble just, uh, just trying to get through fields and that as a young dog. And we sent him over to Tasmania to Brendan Purcell's son, and and he just went from strength to strength. So it's like any athlete, you yeah. know, when they gain confidence, uh, anything's possible. And then he come back and was able to show that confidence that he gained with experience. And uh, so he's been, you know, it's been a great ride, that's for sure. But, he, you know, it wasn't uh, something at the start that you, you would think, oh, well, in six months' time he's going to be doing this, this and yeah. this. But yeah. he certainly had the ability and it's, uh, you know, it's indicative of... or of, uh, you know, just how uh, Robbie Britton and Brendan Purcell think about their dogs, you know, how can we uh, get the best out of this dog? And um, that trip to Tassie was enormous for it. Gained so much confidence uh, listening to you there. Uh, I know there's always with uh, greyhounds as well as horses, there's always the ups and downs and things like that. But can, can we quickly move to the million-dollar chase uh, earlier this year? Uh, the moments of, of uh, pre-race. I understand you get quite nervy and the like. Take us through that night. It uh, was quite surreal because I was with my son, Jeremy, and um, I said just before the race, I'm not sure if it's nervousness or, um, or excitement. Yeah. And I kept always refer, uh, relating to what uh, Robbie Britton's told me for years that you, you, you should really enjoy being in these type of races. So the, so that's how I did approach it. Um, but as soon as he jumped out and I saw that he was in a position and went past the, the winning post, I actually got out of my seat because I thought he's going to be right in this race. And, uh, and then down the back, you know, he really started to show his wares as a dog and... Um, uh, and was super, and uh, you know he was challenged. Made a couple of really good decisions. You know all the good athletes, yeah. they make some. They they'll make decisions that you say, yeah, that's the reason why they kicked that goal or did yeah. this. Yeah. But he made a decision to go inside a dog on the home turn, and that was a winning decision. And the excitement at the end of it was uh, just amazing. And then just to reflect for that previous. You know, month and month and a half where we lost, uh, I lost a brother-in-law and I'd lost a sister who had stood on that place yeah. winning the pause of thunder. There was a lot of emotion and, and to have my son there um, was uh, extra special. So, yeah, it, 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 go, it, it comes and then it goes very quickly. But, geez, to, to think back was just amazing. 
It must have been such a difficult time. Uh, I want to get to how McInerney was named in a moment, named after a very good friend of yours. But at that time around the race, uh, uh, I, I knew Mary, your sister, uh, not a, I, I knew her at times through her career, modern assassin obviously yeah. being one of them, but the family just loved greyhounds. Mm. Well, you all love greyhounds, don't you? Oh, yes, we do. You know, And uh, I can remember the first dog that come to the uh, farm in the early 70s and um, my dad who uh, raced racehorses and uh, he said I don't want any the any I got enough yeah. dogs on this place yeah. and I think uh, and that was a, a particular dog and um, anyhow within 12 months dad was hooked and that was in the early 70s and it's quite ironic that that female line is the line that McInerney's come out of all those years, and that's 50 years ago. But uh, but yeah, along the lines that you know, my brother Kevin has had some wonderful dogs, um, you know, and through this same line, and yeah. same with Mary, modern assassin, yeah. um, you know, and look, Mum's at home at the moment listening to this in Killarney, and I, I know my brother Kevin would say over the years, you know, or no, he probably didn't say it, but. Mum would tell me how she was the strength behind yep. getting these dogs fit by running them up at the beach at Killarney. So, um, you know, she and she used to drive to Melbourne and Kevin would sleep all the way down and <laughs> sleep all the way home. And uh, mum, was, mum would be the, uh, the, the driver. But, yeah, it's, it's been a life, you know, it's yeah. been part of our life and yeah. part of conversations and part of just uh, what we do as a family and loved it as a family and... Yeah, it's quite surreal to think that, you know, we're still in the game at the moment with a dog like McInerney. We're talking with Noel Muggerman this morning. We're at Warrnambool for uh, this broadcast to open up Big V Racing, repeating that McInerney will be running in the RSN slot uh, for the Phoenix at the Meadows on Saturday night, December 17. And for our listeners, we're going to be giving you the chance are becoming a bit closer to McInerney. So be listening for that information. Obviously, it's going to be a huge night at the Meadows and we want all our listeners, a good majority of our Greyhound followers and even, uh, you know, if you follow the Thoroughbreds, come out to the Meadows on that night and support McInerney. That's the Greyhound. Take us through. Uh, we spoke, sadly, that you lost your sister, Mary, but it wasn't long ago that uh, Tony McInerney, who you named the Greyhound after also passed away. Um, take us through. Did you, your, how, how did McInerney uh, happen, as in the name? Did you always say to Tony, if I get a good one, I'll name it after you? I didn't actually say it to Tony, but uh, when Tony passed away, it was quite a shock, and it was through the COVID period, and Tony was involved at Uni Blues in the Amateurs, uh, where my boys have played for years, and we've gone there and you know, I used to get Tony a coffee at half time, but Tony went from being president, he'd be team manager, he cooked the teas on a Thursday night. It was just one of the best blokes you would come across. Mm. And for people coming from the country, that uh, connection that he made uh, as a person in charge at the footy club, but he didn't see himself as anyone special, he was just doing a job, but a wonderful person. And, and when he passed away, I was quite shocked and I said, well... If I get a dog that shows a, a bit of ability, I'm going to call it McInerney mm -hmm. and I'll give his, uh, his um, kennel name as Tony. And that's what uh, I named him. I named him McInerney and his kennel name is Tony and uh, that's how he's referred to. But the uh, person himself, Tony McInerney, it, uh, people in the 
the Amateur Association and through the AFL connections there, through Uni Blues, you know, they know the uh, impact that Tony McInerney has had on a hell of a lot of people and it makes me so proud to, uh, to have named a dog after him and, and to have the enjoyment and see the enjoyment of Tony's children, family, um, experiencing what we've experienced in, in, in that way. So, uh, yeah, amazing man. Uh, and he's been a wonderful dog, and I think Tony's up there, and uh, he's pushing him along, that's for sure. And I will say, I think, uh, correct me if I've, I haven't got this right, but is Gil McLaughlin, the AFL CEO, is he linked to the Uni Blues as well? Oh, yes, Gil's the... Uh, he, he says that's who he barracks for. That's okay. his team. When right. people say, who's your team? He says Uni Blues. Yeah. And he was an ex-captain there, and Tony's son's really good friends with uh, Gil, and, uh, look, there's a great association there, but Tony, Gil's just one of the uh, people that just put their hand in and do a bit of work at, at the club, yeah. a great club. Well, it is a true blue story, and that was one thing that uh, the RSN team that, uh, that chose McInerney, it, it is a story that is so special, and uh, we are very proud to be linking with McInerney and, and the whole family. Brendan Purcell is going to join Matt and Sean after uh, 11.50 and have a chat with them about the Greyhound, but tell us a little bit about, you mentioned Brendan, who currently trains obviously uh, on the property of Rob Britton. You mentioned his son. Tell us about how this all evolved. Oh, when we sent the uh, dog over to Tasmania and Blake trains him, uh, Brendan's son, he trained him. And, and then I said to uh, Robbie, because Robbie trained him and did a lot of education with the dog, and, and they, uh, Robbie and Brendan are great mates. And, that, and when the dog was, I said, well, look, I reckon we should bring this dog back. You know, he's got... And I'd spoke to Brendan and Robbie about it, you know, and Robbie agreed. And, uh, and Robbie said, look, uh, give him to Brendan because Blake's done so much work with him and done so well with him in Tasmania. And, um, and there would be no more prouder person than Robbie to see the success that the dogs had under the training of uh, Brendan. And, um, yeah, and, and that's how Brendan um, yeah, come to... Um, yeah, come to train a bit. There's no, as I said, no more prouder person than Robbie, and that's indicative of that person, Robbie, how he feels about, uh, you know, what's right in life. Yeah. Well, we'll hear from Brendan after our first Greyhound race from Ballarat. Just a couple of quickies to wrap up our part of this announcement. Um, McInerney is a Greyhound that doesn't normally show a lot of speed out of the boxes. But as you said earlier, he builds momentum. And that was another key of us choosing McInerney. This is going to be a high-pressure race. We know that it's going to be on with, wow, she's fast and others that are quick. We want strength at the end. And uh, in a normal world, that's what McInerney's got. Oh, no doubts. If he finds an, an edge, if, he, if he's got half a, an edge in the race, he'll go for it. If he wants to take that split, he'll go for it. And uh, he is strong. He is determined. And uh, it, that's, you know, it's exciting because I watched Yarchi Bale went on, yep. you know, strong and determined and wanted to get there. And McInerney is a magnificent chaser. And uh, like a lot of dogs, you know, that first 50 metres is uh, really important. But with McInerney, I know if things don't go right early, he's not out of the race because he'll he can find a way. And that's what he's proven. And he makes good decisions. And... Uh, it's it's interesting talking like that, that a, a yeah. greyhound, but he does. He can make good decisions. 
And that will be the big key December 17 at the Meadows, uh, those snap decisions that we need from a greyhound like McInerney. Uh, we're going to talk a lot more and learn a lot more about McInerney between now and the 17th. But tell us about the box draw going into it. Is it going to be vital for the chances of McInerney? Well, if you, if you say, what, what would you like? I'd say, well, I'd like box one, um, you know, and, you know, and some of Brendan might say he'd like box eight. Um, I think if you asked every trainer, they'd say that's what we want. Um, you know, so is it important? I think it's important for every dog, yeah. you know, to have uh, a suitable box. But, you know, I'd love box one. Uh, but if he's in box eight, it wouldn't worry me because, you know, he'll, 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 yeah, he's a chaser and he's got momentum. Yeah. If you're in box four, well, you've got to find your luck. Yeah. You've got to find the luck, you know. And uh, as like Yahtzee Bale in the Melbourne Cup, box yeah. four. In a lot of trouble, but he knew how to win. Noel, indeed a great honour uh, for RSN, the board and everyone related all around uh, the station. We're very proud to be linking with yourself and Brendan and everyone around McInerney. We'll hear from Brendan Purcell after this race coming up, but bringing down uh, the gear this morning, sitting here uh, with your wife and the bird who keeps crashing into windows out there, we wish you the best over the next couple of weeks. I hope it goes really well and... We're with you all the way at RSN. No, thanks, uh, Andrew. We're very privileged. And uh, I know quite well that the dog, will, uh, he'll represent the station very well, that's for sure. Good on you, Noel. Noel Mugavan, uh, you'll hear from him over the next couple of weeks, uh, Matt and Sean. And I know after this race coming up at Ballarat, you're going to be chatting with the trainer of our greyhound in the Phoenix in Brendan Purcell.